journey is a very interesting concept because we always try to go for the end results but it's the people you meet it's the trips you take maybe even interstellar some might say today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite books i've read recently project hill mary on this week's episode of mind numbing boredom My name is Basil, and welcome to today's episode. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite books, Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. Andy Weir wrote The Martian and Interstellar. You can already see that he's a great author from The Martian movie and the book. I've read The Martian book first before I saw the movie, and his work is exceptional. But Project Hail Mary is where I feel he peaked. He was able to bring together science and humanity in a way that Martian tried, but this was more emotional, more connected as our main character, Ryland. He has been sent on a mission interstellar in a way. He is long past our solar system in order to save the human planet from extinction. Now, if you haven't read the book, Please do go and read it. It's a great read. I finished it in about a week. It, you cannot put it down at all. Come back, listen to this again. But I have so much to talk about this book because it brings together concepts of dystopia, friendship, and even betrayal. Now, before I even get into any spoilers, I want to first give some context to the story of the Mar uh, of Project Hail Mary, not Martian. So Project Mar Ma Hail Mary basically starts off with Ryland with no memories. He has no recall of why he's on a spaceship far away from home. First of all, he doesn't even know he's on a spaceship. He is actually waking up in a room with no memories and the story picks up with him just learning getting these flashbacks about who he was on earth and why he even undertook this mission basically the story progresses on two timelines one timeline is with him in maine on the spaceship and one is on earth his past and both timelines work in a way that you learn and then you apply in the main timeline Learning about his past is also very intriguing because his motivations are very unclear at the beginning. And as you learn his origins, his hobbies, his fears, the ending hits so much deeper. The twists and turns his past show with what he does in the future is very well written. And Andy Weir is able to merge these two timelines in a way that the conclusion feels completed yet some might say the ending is not finished i say the ending is left open enough for other viewers and readers like us to finish it for ourselves 
And if you are one of those types of readers that love open endings, love to craft your own stories out of what authors have written and write your own fairy tales, own fiction, Project Hail Mary will give you all of that. It will give you stakes. It will give you drama. It will give you experiments. It will give you legit science. Andy Weir ex has talked to professors. He researched about all the experiments he talks about in the book, and it's the most real science you can get these days. And the way he interweaves comedy and science together is peak. Oh my gosh, I can't. Words cannot tell you how much I love this book in a way that it's made me laugh in a way that I thought I could never laugh, especially not in a way scientific way. And Ryland may be the only character for quite a while in the book, but there is a second character that you meet. It's very interesting and it's a really interesting interaction. I fell in love with the character. His actions, the way he describes himself, the way he describes Ryland, the way those two work together is very genuine. They become best friends and you can really see the formation and the inspirations Andy Weir has taken from his previous books. But I hope I've convinced you enough to pick up the book at least and read it. It's a great read. I loved it. I hope you'll love it too. And we'll go on to talk about some of the spoilers and my favorite parts about the book. So let's start at the ending. I always love working backwards in any sort of book. So the ending. So we know Ryland does not make it back on Earth. And he is with Rocky on his home planet. And it is a very interesting ending because you don't really get to see the ending of Earth how it looks like or how it became in the time of like 26 years he was in space. All we get is this confirmation that the sun is not dying. It is restored to its original sunlight. I forgot what the term was. It's energy and the astrophage is depleting because of the prey they captured. I like the ending. But the ending does leave it open more for a sequel. Some people might want more of a more definite ending, more of a what happened to Strat back on Earth, what happened to the, all the promises she made to and fears that she had that she told Ryland. It's very interesting. And working even more backwards to the point where Ryland makes a decision to go back to Rocky and help him and tell them about the astrophage leaking out of the containers. Not only was it interesting that the progression from him from the beginning of the story to where he is now, because we learned that he was definitely a coward, but he makes a decision to go back and help his best friend in that even though he's a teacher, he's not experienced, he was a very last minute choice to go to space. Ryland shows something about humanity that humans will try to persevere through whatever consequences there are for another person. And even though Ryland has does make the good point that no one back on Earth is important to him or is actually close to him, it's even more emotional that 
can making connections with an extraterrestrial. It's weird because Rocky's not human, but the thing is he understands humans. And it was a very interesting lens to take from Rocky's perspective on what humans can be and can do, our disadvantages, our advantages, our limitations, our advantages in different ecosystems, in our intuition. It was very humbling to see him go back. And, like, I can't explain. The point where they find the prey and they take everything, and they, Rocky makes the decision to sacrifice himself almost to save Ryland was extraordinary because I haven't seen him coming, first of all, because he lives in a different atmospheric pressure and everything, and he experiences gravity in a different way than Ryland. So, Rocky was able to give up saving his own species from the same problem that Ryland was facing in order to save him. So, it was nice to see the same offer being given back to Rocky in that not only was he given knowledge about relativity, time dilations, but a new friend, like even Rocky's species was able to learn about humans. And I do hope if there is a sequel that there is an encounter between Rocky's planet and Ryland's or our planet Earth. One of the fears I just do have is that humans are very when it comes to extraterrestrial life, it's been explored, explored a lot in different books, and humans can be very um, quick to experiment or make a lot of assumptions. So I do hope that if there is a sequel and Andy Weir does go down that path, that he takes into consideration of maybe just the moral things about what it means to be human in the sequel, because we got to see humanity trying to fight for itself but now i want to see what humanity can do with the same freedom granted by ryland for his sacrifices and that's basically one of my favorite parts of the book actually one of the more favorite parts also is that when he communicates and finally figures out the language of rocky even though it was very fast and I can see that Andy Weir tried to dodge some of the more complicated portions of learning language, but making Rylan more smart, more adaptable. But it was very much like the Martian scene where he was trying to communicate back on Earth with the letters. The same way that Rylan makes like a dictionary out of the song notes that Rocky plays. And I do hope that if um, it does get adapted into a book or sorry, adapted into a movie, that they keep this like the tunes that Rocky plays, but subtitles in the bottom representing what uh, Ryland is understanding and thinking. And I hoped in the movies that they explain through that part better, in a way that because there's a lot of new science brought in, like fictional science from Rocky's ship into Ryland's ship, so that might go over some people's head. But I feel like Andy were trying to do a great job. He explained the science, he taught you a lot of cool things, even though there's a lot of refrigerator logic in this book where basically refrigerator logic is that when you take some time off the book and really think about it, you find some issues or problems. Really don't dwell on them much because it's more about the bigger picture that he's trying to sell instead of the more smaller scientific or astronaut things because what he specializes is specializes is 
in survival, in thrill, in comedy, and in science. So when it comes to one of his, I would assume, his best books ever, Andy Weir did a great job in encapsulating humanity. And I hope you guys will get to read this book sometime or let me know your thoughts about it. But this is my review about the book. And I hope you guys enjoyed this review. Please check out our other episodes and we will do more of these book talk videos if you like them. Please enjoy and I'll see you later.